Hiya folks. As you might be able to tell from that delightful noise in the background, today we're recording from the ocean. Uh, a digital ocean, but an ocean regardless. So come step aboard the good ship, lock down at the disco, hoist those sails, pop on your wetsuit or mermaid fin, and bring along all your fave thingamabobs and let's dive in, shall we? Ariel, listen to me. The human world, it's a mess. Life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things around you. What more is you looking for? Under the sea, under the sea, darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. While we devoting full time to floating under the sea. <laughs> down you are, the fish is happy as after the waves they roll. The fish on the land ain't happy. It's hot cause they in the bowl But fish in the bowl is lucky They in for a worse fate One day when the boss get hungry Yes, you got me on the plate Under the sea Under the sea Nobody beat us, fry us and eat us in fricassee We want the land folks lunch to cook Under the sea we have to hook up we got no troubles, life is the bubbles Under the sea, under the sea, under the sea, under the sea. Since life is sweet here, we got to be here naturally Even the sturgeon and the ray, they did the earth and start to play We got the spirit, you got to hear it, under the sea The need to play the flute, the cop play the hop The players play the bass and they sound the jump The bass play the brass, the chub play the tub so the way he can play the lays on the strings to chop Rocking on the blackfish, he sings his belt and this front They know where it's at, they know that blowfish blow Life is just better down where it's water. You know what I'm saying, honey? 
<laughs> Greetings, water dwellers, and welcome to episode number 27 of Comics Youth Radio Presents Lockdown at the Disco. I am your host, Amy Roberts, and today we're splishing and splashing in the great vast waters of the world because this is the ocean episode, where we're going to be chatting about all kinds of sea and ocean-related things and playing some awesome tracks about the sea, the ocean, the animals that live in it, the barriers caused by it, the yearning for it, the sailing upon it, everything. Um, starting the show there was, what else? Under the Sea uh, by Samuel E. Wright, taken from The Little Mermaid, and that was requested by Tom, and quite rightly so. Um, I hope you all enjoyed a little butt shake to that one, or, you know, a little mermaid fin shake, whatever you got, whatever you got, I'm not here to judge, uh, because you know that I did. <laughs> um, I also can't hear that song anymore without hearing the Simpsons parody of it, you know, where uh, Homer goes under the sea and proceeds to eat everything in it. Uh, <laughs> you know, there'll be no explanations, just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Um, uh, do you know, please update your Lockdown at the Disco bingo cards and stamp out the part that says Amy sings inappropriately and nobody wants to hear it. Um, that's a big stamp on that one right there. This is our usual episode disclaimer that whilst every effort is made to keep lockdown at the disco for the kids, as Wu-Tang Clan would say, um, that sometimes some language or content could slip in that may not be appropriate for younger listeners, so parental discretion is advised. Although, I think, I think we're doing pretty well at the moment. I don't want to jinx it, but so far, we've had a pretty clear run of episodes here that have had, um either none or barely any bad words. Um, I even managed to find a radio edit of um, of a song that had some bad words in for this playlist today. And um, yep, very happy about that. Uh, the universe is finally coming through on that one for me. Uh, <laughs> but now, but now, I want you all to really vibe like a gnarly pirate on this next one. Arr, me hearties, etc. Um, oh, you know, uh, please stamp the part on your Lockdown the Disco bingo card that says Amy does bad impression of something that we didn't need. Um, I swear you can taste the salt rising from the surf on this bad boy of a tune right here. This is March Into the Sea by Modest Mouse. <laughs>
Ocean Man by Ween and oh golly do we have a lot to say about it. Uh, first and foremost I've got a whole lot of love for Ween. Um, I've only properly been getting into them this past year as I incorrectly wrote them off as being kind of a lame dad band. Uh, no offence to all the dads listening by the way, big love for the dads. Um, but they're actually a super interesting group Um, They write really weird and wonderful music that defies genre and every album and song by them is different. Um, They're also wildly hilarious. They make me laugh so, so much. Um, Their content can be a little on the mature side, shall we say. So uh, I recommend that only older listeners delve into their back catalogue. But my goodness, it's a treasure trove once you're in it. One of their albums, The Mollusk, um, is an ocean-themed one that was released in 1997 um, and it actually provided the inspiration for Spongebob Squarepants. Uh, Spongebob creator Steven Hillenberg, uh, who sadly passed away in 2018, made the beloved show based on his love for the album. Uh, Ween provided a few songs to various Spongebob soundtracks um, for the film and for the show. Excuse me. And following Hillenberg's death in 2018, they paid tribute to him by playing these songs um, at a live show. And during the performance, they had this to say about their connection to him and to the show. And they shared this anecdote about him. Quote, I got a call a long time ago from a a marine biologist that said he wanted to start a cartoon inspired by Ween's album, The Mollusk. His name was Steve Hillenberg, and his idea was to create a Bugs Bunny-type cartoon on the bottom of the ocean floor. Ween had been on tour for a long year, and we ended up recording and writing the song Loop de Loop for Spongebob in one night at Greg Faye's studio. It was to teach kids how to tie their shoes, and we wrote it really fast and mailed it back on Christmas Eve, and for once, they said, don't change anything about it. It's perfect. It remains one of our proudest legacies and we went on to do a lot of work together with Spongebob and the show went on to be the best cartoon of two generations, end quote. Oof, it certainly did. Um, We have a lot of love for Spongebob here at Comics Youth and it continually warms our heart to see just how much younger generations continue to adore that show. Whenever we do our Saturday junior art sessions here at Comics Youth, Spongebob is a character that many of our young people continue to draw pictures of and to talk about with great enthusiasm. Um, And it just makes me so happy, so, so happy to see that's the case. Um, This week at Comics Youth, we've started work on the digital version of our Safe Spaces trial, celebrating all of our favourite locations across Liverpool city centre. 
and particularly the ones that make us feel included, safe, valued and peaceful. These places can be hard to find and identify when you're part of the LGBTQIA community or if you're neurodiverse or if you're simply, you know, on the weirder scale of things and uh, my fellow goths and punks know exactly what I mean by that, you know. We can't help that we have mad style, can we? But some people, some people ain't a fan of it. Um, I know, I know, I know. Uh, so we decided it was time to start mapping out these locations for other young people to know about and to enjoy and to take ownership of in this city. We've had some amazing pieces of work back already from the community working on this with me at the moment and it's been really, really lovely. Um, and coincidentally, one of the pieces that got made this week was by Mimali, who did a gorgeous piece about the World Museum. Uh, I asked everyone uh, for the piece of work they've been making this week to include a playlist of five songs on the piece of work for whatever location they wanted to identify and celebrate. And Mimali chose Ocean Man by Ween as one of those songs because, quote, this wild alternative song is about freedom and exploring and it feels like you're exploring the world when visiting the museum. I do love a good coincidence at the moment. Uh, You know, if uh, you listen to the show a lot, you will probably know already that whenever connections like this pop up at random, I really take it as a sign of great significance that we're on the right path about something. Uh, And I definitely feel like that on this one. Um, Ocean Man by Ween, bringing the people together. And uh, yeah, it kind of brings us full circle on this one, which is just beautiful. Uh, we have a song coming up in just a moment which also explores the joy of freedom and exploration um, and we'll be talking a little bit more about these things in just a moment as well but first a song about feeling like a bit of a shipwreck um, of feeling fearful of the world and a little unsure of your place within it of getting a little bit seasick and being brought back to land and to safety by a kind-hearted soul. This is Gonna Be Sick by The Do. Pitbulls at night Put up a fight Skeleton bone Tasting all Thousands of folks stop burning jewels. What can 
Me too, girl. Me too. That was the gorgeous Cross Oceans by First Aid Kit, and it's a particular favourite of mine because it's such a sweet, excited song about exploring the vastness of the world and of life. Uh, It's a song about how daunting new opportunities can be in this life and how sometimes we don't take them up because we're scared to. But ultimately, sometimes we have to take the leap, we have to cross the ocean and take the risk and just dive in in order to live the life we want to. Uh, This is something that I reckon everyone can relate to. You know, we all have something that we maybe wish we had more courage to do. And it can take a little while to build ourselves up to the point where we can say, you know what, I'm scared of this and I'm unsure of how I'll feel while I'm doing it or what will happen during it or after it, but I'm going to go for it and do it anyway because I might regret it if I don't. And let me tell you, facing that fear and doing that thing, it can be the most rewarding experience you may ever have. Um, There are countless stories based in and around the ocean, which focus on exploration and adventure, which use this idea as a central theme. Stories of adventure and exploration provide great metaphors about facing the unknown and the vast rewards that can come with embracing your fear of that, you know, and just charging forward regardless. Those rewards are often very literal in these stories, you know, and they, they take the form of like a buried treasure. Um, But I I think we all know that in real life, such treasure comes in the form of friendships, self-improvement, confidence, romance, knowledge, you know, or even like life and career prospects. Um, And all of these things, you know, they take, they take graft and they take courage to really like make yourself vulnerable enough to go, do you know what? Uh, This this is scary, but I'm going to go for it. Um, For the past few months, uh, I've been having the time of my life reading the classic pirate manga One Piece by Ose Chiro, and it's really been keeping me going. Um, It's so much fun and absolutely absolutely hilarious, Um, but it's also wonderfully emotional, and it's made me sob my heart out on many an occasion. It's Basically a story about a group of young pirates who pick up various other outcasts and misfits to join their merry crew along the way as they explore the world and try to find treasure. Um, And some other bits and bobs too. Um, But ultimately, the main driving force of their adventures is them overcoming their own personal demons and barriers, you know, sometimes literal ones, folks, sometimes literal. Uh, in order to become the best version of themselves possible and to help themselves and their friends to achieve their dreams. In this super difficult year where everything can feel so out of our control and our reach, I want to remind you all that nothing is beyond you. Don't stop working towards or fighting for your dreams. Help each other out, support one another, lift each other up, And don't be afraid to cross those metaphorical or literal oceans, okay? And now that my TED talk is over and you can breathe a sigh of relief that, uh, you know, that one on the podcast has stopped going off on one again about manga and One Piece (laughs) and metaphors. Uh, let's do a silly song, shall we? Uh, get ready to shake your body like a salmon floating upstream with The Salmon Dance by the Chemical Brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, boys and girls. My name is Fat Lip, and this is my friend Sammy the Salmon. What to do? Today, we're gonna teach you some fun facts about salmon and a brand new dance. Let me introduce to you a brand new dance. I know you're gonna love it if you give it one chance. It's not complicated, it's not too hard. You don't even have to be a hip hop star. See, anyone can do it, all you need is staff. Listen up, peep gang, I'ma show you how. Put your hands to the side, as silly as it seems. And shake your body like a salmon floating upstream. Ventura County 
was surfing USA by the Beach Boys and it was requested by Tom. Tom has really come through with some amazing ocean facts and trivia for us this week in our Safe Spaces group and uh, I'm going to share them all for you right now. Um, so, first fun fact, did you know that killer whales are actually related to dolphins? Um, killer whales, otherwise known as orcas, are marine mammals who belong to the suborder of toothed whales, um, which that makes it sound like some sort of a cult. <laughs> Uh, yes, officer, we believe um, that these young people, uh, they were sacrificing themselves to the uh, suborder of toothed whales. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess in there, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> sheriff! Um, <laughs> but yeah, and their orcas are also the largest member of the dolphin family. Um, I bet their family get-togethers are a laugh a minute. Uh, another fun fact, as Tom told us, quote, Octopuses are really intelligent, but try telling that to Greek philosopher Aristotle, who once said, The octopus is a stupid creature. It will approach a man's hand if it be lowered in water. End quote. Aristotle there, uh, really coming through with some major trust issues. Um... <laughs> Like, is it not humanity who's at fault there for trying to scran every animal it can and not the octopus who probably just wants, you know, a bit of a snuggle, maybe? You know what I mean? Like, chill yourself out, Aristotle. You know, step back. Jeez. And finally, uh, in ancient Greece, a dolphin supposedly saved a poet from drowning. Uh, the poet was called Arion. Arion? don't don't get a scouser to try and pronounce greek names arian arian we'll go for arian and he was also a skilled singer and musician um we do love a multi-hyphenate in this house um arian was sailing to italy um when he was attacked by pirates and jumped ship where a dolphin came along and saved him uh thanks for the killer facts tom uh these were awesome um Speaking of dolphins, uh, Rosa also shared a very fun fact with us, um, a deeply personal one, a little bit disturbing, you might even say, um, and it also comes with a grave warning for the world, which I think we should all pay attention to, um, and her fact is that she's terrified of dolphins. As she told it to us, quote, they're scary, why does everyone love them? They're too smart and they'll take over the world and some idiots taught them how to use guns. So once they learn to walk, then it's over for us. There'll be a dolphin uprising. Plus, they murder poor boys because they look too similar to them and threaten their chances of mating. Which is just sly because poor boys are just the innocent, stupider cousin of the dolphin. I relate to poor boys because I'm not a murderer like dolphins are. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> so there you go <laughs> thanks Rosa <laughs> um, be sure to stick Dolphin Uprising on your 2020 bingo card folks if you haven't got it on there already um, we've still got a few weeks of the year left yet um, so who knows what's going to come for us next uh, and as Rosa tells it we're probably going to be living in some dolphin dystopia <laughs> 
in no time. It'll be like Terminator 2, but, you know, with dolphins instead of robots and Rosa as Sarah Connor doing chin-ups <laughs> in her prison cell and trying to save the world from the uprising. I'm sorry, Rosa. I don't mean to laugh. I mean, you'll have the last laugh when it actually comes true and I'm sure the dolphins will come for me first. Um, you know, I've got a lot of tender meat on these ribs that I'm sure they'd like to get their teeth on uh so yeah you had it here first folks um but uh yeah we're gonna enter um well they're not depressing songs but um i really struggled <laughs> with the playlist of today's episode because funny thing about songs about the ocean and the sea they're either like really really upbeat you know kind of insanely upbeat tunes like the ones I've been playing so far or they're kind of reflective kind of morose tunes um and so that's where we're gonna go now it's uh it's the morose it's the morose portion of our playlist um just vibe with it you know that they're, they're also chill tunes so um take what you can from them um they are beautiful. Let them soothe your soul, please. Uh, especially because I reckon that bit of trivia there has likely gotten us all in a bit of a flap about the Dolphin Uprising. So um, let's uh, let's just try and chill things out a little bit. Um, this is C by Low. The sea is a Oh, 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 
to trip me to the bay and put me on a
Bill Callahan, why do you do this to me? I love that line in that song um, where he says, if the water should cut my lines, set me free, I don't mind. I'll be the lost sailor. My home is the sea. Oh, so dreamy. That was Bathosphere by Smog. Um, and I just want to say that I'm a 34-year-old woman who still dreams of living in a bathosphere. <laughs> or at the very least, a bathtub. Um, don't know how I've gotten to this age and I've wound up in a one-bedroom without a bathtub. But here we are, folks. Never let go of your dreams. Peace. Um, <laughs> as we wrap things up here, uh, it makes sense, I think, to briefly touch upon the therapeutic nature of water. Um, who knows why water is so therapeutic? I'm sure there have been scientific studies done about it, but your girl here ain't got the time to be fishing for them. Um, but water provides such a common influence and it's indisputable, you know, like whether you're gazing at the Mersey or dipping your toes into the surf at the beach, enjoying a nice bath or shower, or maybe you're watching one of those little mini fountains you can get for your home. You know, water is just the chillest of vibes. Um, Maybe there's a certain cleansing quality to it. I, I don't know, really. Like, you know, whether we're simply watching water or we're enjoying being in water, there's a certain vibe that comes with it as though the water is purifying our troubles and our negativity and it's just washing them away. Um, Comics youth head honcho Kriannon does probably my favourite bit of water therapy when she's feeling a bit, um, or a lot, (laughs) stressed, where she goes to the beach by hairs and screams at the sea. Um, I asked her about this a little bit earlier and she told me, quote, Screaming at the sea makes me feel like a goth Moana (laughs) and helps me release all the negative things I keep inside but feel afraid to share. Might seem quite cheesy, and I know it is, but having a good scream at the sea lets me picture my worries ebbing away with the waves. End quote. Which is, that's just gorgeous. Gorgeous! <laughs> a goth Moana. Uh, goals right there, I think, for all of us. Um, we don't have um, a sea or a beach here in Kenny, where I live. Uh, I think the closest thing that I've got is um, the slightly polluted pond in Nugent Park. Um, I saw a dead swan in that the other day. That, I mean... I, don't really feel comfortable screaming into that pond, I'll be perfectly honest. So I think uh, I'm going to continue making do with screaming in the shower instead. You know, whatever works, folks, whatever gets you through your mornings, uh, that gets me through mine. Um, It's all good. It's all good. This is Weird Fishes by Radiohead.
drama that i don't know that was ocean by lou reed um it's uh me fella's favorite song about the ocean so uh that one's for him uh and that brings us to the end of another episode folks uh i hope you've all enjoyed hanging out with me today uh and thanks so much for listening please be sure to like and subscribe and all of those things and you know share the show with all your mates and family who might appreciate the wild ramblings of a husky scouse girl like myself um oh i've just eaten a load of cookies during that song and uh my mouth is feeling you get a lot like that cookie gum where you're just like that's where i'm that's where i'm at right now got a bad case of cookie mouth uh next week's episode is gonna be the shake it off special where we're gonna be talking about dancing why dancing is good for the soul, great for the body, and annoying for your neighbours, probably. I know it's annoying for my neighbours, but you know what? I don't really give a good god dang. Um, I'm also going to be blasting our favourite songs about dancing too. So for that, I want to know your song requests for tunes about dancing, where your fave places to dance are, 
And I want to know what songs you love to dance to and what your favorite dance move of choice is. You know, just tell me about dancing. Uh, so, for example, for years, I used to uh, ironically break out the old Molly Ringwald and the Breakfast Club dance uh, while out and about at the indie disco on a Friday night. Uh, and then it just kind of stuck and it became one of my actual dances. And now I'm in my 30s and that's like, you know, still just doing the Molly Ringwald, still bringing out Molly Ringwald. Uh, but I still love it. <laughs> uh, so drop me a line via amy at comicsyouth.co.uk uh, to let me know about that. Or if you're part of the Safe Spaces Discord channel here at Comics Youth, then uh, come and chat to me there. Um, and until next time, remember, everything is not cool, but it can be. Uh, stay safe, stay sassy, and keep exploring those oceans and everything beyond them, honey. This is Beyond the Sea by Bobby Darren, and this is Amy Roberts signing off. Bye! Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands And watches the ships that go sailing Somewhere beyond the sea She's there watching for me If I could fly like birds on high Then straight to her arms I'd go sailing it's far beyond the star, it's near beyond the moon. I know beyond a doubt, my heart will lead me there soon. We'll meet beyond the shore, we'll kiss just as before. Happy we'll be beyond the sea And never again I'll go sailing Just as before Happy we'll be beyond the sea And never again I'll go see